Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I'm your host, Lex Anderson, people sportscaster, live and direct from New York City. NFL Week 1 is in the books. My apologies for coming through with the content late. The goal was to have it Tuesday night when everything wrapped up. But uh, bigger ventures were on the horizon, which I chose to be a part of, and here I am. So... Going to get the ball rolling with the Thursday night game to start the season as the defending Super Bowl champions, the L.A. Rams, fell to the Buffalo Bills. Final score, 31-10. It looks that the Detroit Lions' Matthew Stafford showed up three interceptions on the night. But, of course, Matthew Stafford, which is foreshadowing to how his season will potentially play out, has an elbow issue, elbow, shoulder, you know, it's all connected. He's got a sleeve on. They said that he was doing extensive rehabbing. As the doctors had said, it was a baseball-related type injury that he was dealing with. Well, clearly he didn't have it because Josh Allen simply lit them up for three touchdowns. And, of course, Stephon Diggs, eight catches, 122 yards, one touchdown, destroyed the overrated Jalen Ramsey. I don't understand what people see about Jalen Ramsey. He's overrated. He talks a big game, but he doesn't put on a big game. The one thing he consistently does is get scorched on the field because, according to the Nationwide Sports Leader Stats and Info, There was a perfect passer rating of 158.1 when the wide receivers he was guarding were being thrown to. That's not good. And of course, Von Miller is now a Buffalo Bill. And the storyline is the Bills are the pick to get to and win the Super Bowl. They went into enemy territory, $5.6 billion, SoFi Stadium. Super Bowl ring, Super Bowl banner, and they ruined the party. The Rams have to redeem themselves very fast. Sean McVay, 5-0 in season openers. That streak has now been snapped. On to the Sunday games. Of course, representing the Steel City from New York City. I'm going to start with the Steelers, undefeated on the season, 1-0, beating the Bengals 23-20, final score in overtime. Justin Burrow, five total turnovers, not touchdowns, four INTs and a fumble. Sadly, T.J. Watt, injury to the pictorial muscle, potentially out for six weeks. He's trying to avoid surgery and being lost for the season. I will take the victory. And to all the haters, the ignorant masses, the sheeple who bray like the mindless cattle that they are, chatty parrots in the comments of all the social media, you can follow me on Twitter, Lex Anderson underscore WS. Follow me on TikTok. Just type in sports opinion log. A win is a win. In case you don't know, let's do the math. I don't like to compare apples to oranges, but I will in this case. 
there are only 17 games in the NFL season. There's 162 games in the Major League Baseball season. With that being said, every NFL loss is the equivalent to a 17-game losing streak in Major League Baseball. So I don't care if your team wins by 7, 3, or 1 point. A win is a win. Show some respect to the Pittsburgh Steelers and the game that we all love known as football. New Orleans Saints over the Atlanta Falcons 27-26. Nothing to really talk about there. Philadelphia Eagles over the Detroit Lions 38-35. Again, nothing to really discuss. Dolphins over the New England Patriots 27. Excuse me, 20 to 7 final score. May the Dolphins have a better season and rule the AFC East as I look forward to the Patriots once again becoming an irrelevant team. Cleveland Browns, Carolina Panthers, Baker Mayfield and his revenge game didn't work out too well. Final score 26-24. And for the first time since 2004, the Cleveland Browns are 1-0. Baker Mayfield, for his part, couldn't really back it up. 16 of 27, 235 yards, two touchdowns. But they just couldn't get the damn job done. Baker Mayfield had an INT. He also had four fumbles. (laughs) You want revenge on your former team, but you can't stop putting the ball on the ground. How do you expect that to work? It doesn't. And you know what else doesn't work? Segway. The Jets have never worked. Falling to the Ravens 24-9. Lamar Jackson is the storyline. He turns down $250 million with $133 million guaranteed. Lamar Jackson, a man of color, is his own agent. He's cut out the middleman. And he clearly cut himself out of a potential fortune. And why is that? Because he wants the Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed contract. Once again, the Cleveland Browns doing what they do best, ruining football by giving Deshaun Watson $230 million guaranteed. And Lamar Jackson, who everyone says is a running back who can throw the football, what an insult to his name, to his scout, to his talent, to his skill set, is choosing to bet on himself. He is earning $23 million this season. It's being said that the Ravens, can franchise him and give him $45 million, so he won't be going to bed hungry. But why would you not take the damn deal? Who knows? Maybe Lamar Jackson doesn't want to be a Raven. Lord knows they don't have any wide receivers. Hollywood Brown up and left them high and dry. They said their sad goodbyes on Twitter. I found it kind of pathetic, to be honest with you. But that's just my take, which is more important anyway. 
being the people sportscaster here in the Sports Opinion Log. Lord have mercy. Chicago Bears over the Niners. 19-10 final score. Justin Fields, two touchdowns. And of course, the viral sliding in the rain. And speaking of sliding, I predict there will be more sliding for the 49ers. Sticking with Jimmy G, he's on the team, but they're going with Trey Lance. 13 of 28, 164 yards with one INT. Zero touchdowns. (sighs) I don't know. I hope for good things for the Bears. Their fan base deserves more and deserves better. The Niners... Big mistake not going with Jimmy G. And the Niners, mm, remember Debo Samuel was crying he wanted out? Look for that to happen sooner this season rather than later. Washington Commanders over the Jacksonville Jaguars 28-22. I was promised that with no Urban Meyer that Trevor Lawrence would get better. 24-42, Twenty-four, forty-two, two hundred seventy-five yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Etienne is back. Welcome back. But nothing doing. Still losing. Not what I had hoped for. And you also know what I didn't hope for, which I'm sure a lot of you did not hope for as well. A tie. Houston, Texas. Houston Texans, excuse me, taking on the Indianapolis Colts 2020 final score in overtime because Matt Ryan, who I've said is old, has nothing else to offer, won't bring a winning, won't bring his winning ways to the Colts because he blew a 28-3 Super Bowl lead. Matt Ryan isn't a proven winner. He's a proven loser. Mm-mm-mm. And of course, the Colts, their field goal kicker, couldn't stop missing and has been released. As well, he should. <laughs> As well, he should. Well, actually, he was two of three, excuse me. But they released him anyway, so you only had one damn job. That's all I'll say. Because who's really picking the Texans to be anything? A powerhouse? They'll be nothing. But interesting, if you check the NFL standings, the entire AFC South, no one got a win in week one. (laughs) That is terrible. Especially when you consider that the Texans and Colts, again, in the AFC South, they tied foreshadowing for the future of the AFC South that they will be a terrible division. Stay tuned. Speaking of terrible divisions, I might not to equate it, but, you know, people do pick on the NFC East. Shout out to my sister Harpy's Fury. Her Giants, the G-Men, got the win over the Titans. 21-20 final score because Saquon Barkley... Got the two-point conversion on the road in enemy territory. Meanwhile, Derrick Henry, 
carries for 82 yards. That won't get the job done. And the Tennessee Titans just don't have a wide receiver core. Usually when Tannehill runs for over 50 yards, things, the probability of winning for the Titans is better. Tannehill had two carries for seven yards. That won't get the job done. But welcome back, Saquon Barkley. 18 carries, 164 yards, one touchdown. Daniel Jones, decent game management. Two touchdowns, one INT. 17 of 21, 188 yards, very pedestrian. But again, Daniel Jones tends to be a turnover machine. As a matter of fact, he did have one lost fumble. So yeah, typical Daniel Jones. The Titans honestly should be kicking themselves that they started this season with a loss at home. And speaking of losses, Aaron Rodgers, surly, negative attitude, doesn't believe in getting vaccinated. The Vikings get the victory 23-7. Foreshadowing again. Aaron Rodgers and the wide receivers that he does not have. Devontae Jones left them high and dry. And it looks like the Packers will be in trouble this season. But, you know, Aaron Judge, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers received a ton of money. He needs to step up and prove that he could be a leader. Instead of criticizing his wide receivers core, he should be growing them and building them up. But of course, Aaron Rodgers, when the Niners eliminated him in the playoffs last season, had his hands in his pocket as the fans in the tunnel were trying to get a high five. Honestly, Green Bay Packer fans are fools. They're sheep. The organization management-wise has rewarded Aaron Rodgers for his bad behavior. I see nothing positive playing out for the Packers at all this season. Chargers over the Las Vegas Raiders, 24-19. Sounds good for me, Justin Herbert. I represent the Oregon Ducks. He had three touchdown passes. Derek Carr needs to find a way to get it together. Derek Carr is always talking about how he's being disrespected. But when you have three interceptions, who's going to respect you? Who's going to respect those numbers? Justin Herbert, 26 of 34, 279 yards, three touchdowns. You could say this was a shootout. Derek Carr, 22 of 37, 295 yards, two touchdowns. But again, three interceptions. That just won't get the job done. Plus, I'm pro-chargers anyway, so let's go. Oh, and come to think about it, this was actually two teams in the same home, right? The billion-dollar Death Star. <laughs> oh, I love the way cities could take taxpayer monies to help finance these billionaire owners with their billion-dollar stadiums, Allegiant Stadium. It's a beautiful stadium, but it's not worth taking the money that you tax tourists with when they go to Vegas to vacation or have a weekend getaway. 
you heavily tax them only to give the money over to the NFL instead of the people, the citizens of Las Vegas. But you could say the same for Buffalo. Nearly $800 million in taxpayer money is going to finance their billion-dollar stadium. Who needs education or affordable housing? Our government continues to fail us on multiple levels. And we, the people, stay powerless. We do nothing about it. But we'll go to the games. (laughs) What doesn't make you laugh makes you cry. And speaking of crying, Kyler Murray wipes away all the Arizona Cardinals pictures on his social media on Instagram. And again, they reward his bad behavior. Here's five years and 234 million, 145 million guaranteed. And he gets annihilated by the Chiefs 44-21 final score. Patrick Mahomes throws for not one, two, three, four, try five touchdowns. Kyler Murray, he had two garbage time touchdowns, but let's be real. The reality is that the Cardinals are not on the level of the Chiefs. But at the same time, when you're getting big time money, you should be stepping up like a big time quarterback. Something that Kyler Murray clearly is not. But the Arizona Cardinals, for some reason, had no choice but to pay him because they've lacked stability at the quarterback position. So you give it to a proven loser like Kyler Murray. That makes sense. That makes total sense. Sunday night game. First half was a snooze fest. Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Not only was the first half a snooze fest, it was a field goal fest. Sadly, in the second half, the action picked up, and as a result, Dak Prescott has been lost to six to eight weeks with a fracture in his right hand, his thumb. I am going to make a plea here. Please, whoever has the voodoo doll on Dak Prescott, let it go. Burn it. The man has suffered enough. Clearly, clearly Jerry Jones, who is the owner, president, and CEO of the Cowboys, will depart this earth without seeing his team ever get to or win another Super Bowl. But this is just this just has tragedy written all over it. CeeDee Lamb, he's good, but you need to have two good wide receivers. They let Amari Cooper go. It is a mistake that will haunt them forever. And Cooper Rush, best of luck. I don't do fantasy, but I feel for anyone that had Dak Prescott in their fantasy teams. Another lost season for the Cowboys. And saving the best for last, there might be a potentially lost season for... The Denver Broncos. I hyped up the Russell Wilson signing to no end, saying he would destroy, annihilate, crush, humiliate his former team and coach, Pete Carroll, Seattle, Seahawks, Monday Night Football, and it is Geno Smith who gets the last laugh. Final score, 17-16. 
the sheeple, the ignorant masses, they wrote off Geno Smith, but he didn't write back, drop Mike, end of story. But let's talk about the bigger picture here. I saw Russell Wilson talking with Peyton Manning, former quarterback of the Denver Broncos, reviewing game film, but yet Russell Wilson had no issue with the coach going for a 64-yard field goal instead of him being a man and going for it on fourth and five. When you're getting paid $245 million with $165 million guaranteed, you go down with the ship. You go for it on fourth and five because you're against your former team. You're in enemy territory because now the 12th man has now turned on you. Current and former teammates have turned on you. Pete Carroll has labeled you as a declining player. I defended you, but now I have to wonder, does Pete Carroll see something that we missed by trading Russell Wilson? But again, Russell Wilson has a history of goal line failures. Never forget Super Bowl 49. Amazing how Russell Wilson used to do those snazzy quarterback sneaks. He chose to gift wrap a Super Bowl for Tom Brady with his goal line interception instead of either running it in or giving it to Mar- Marshawn Lynch. He gladly went with what the coach Pete Carroll drew up. And let's not also forget, Russell Wilson did kind of blow a 10-point Super Bowl lead, the Legion of Boom. Sadly, Russell Wilson was the face of that loss. He could have secured a legacy as being a back-to-back Super Bowl winning quarterback. But let's be real, Russell Wilson made the Seahawks relevant. So for the Seahawks to troll him on Twitter, shameful. It's crazy how they forget who you are and what you brought to the table when you, know, when you are no longer a part of the team, the culture, the organization. That was all created by Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll gave away the store for Jamal Adams, who suffered a knee injury. How apropos is that? But I'm happy for Geno Smith. He's been through a lot. He got his jaw broken in the locker room by a former by a Jet player at the time when he played with the Jets. That was very embarrassing and humiliating to read because he didn't pay him some bets that he had placed. He didn't give him his he didn't give him his money. So he got sucker punched and got his jaw broken. He held it down somewhat in the, absen- in the absence of Russell Wilson last season. But this doesn't mean that the Seahawks are going to be world beaters. But it's a good moment for Geno Smith. But shame on the current and former players that talked down on Russell Wilson. Questioning his name, his toughness, his, his blackness. But that's what our people do. Terry chuttered down. So sad. So let's see what, where the Broncos will go from here. 
because again, you're you're watching game film with Peyton Manning. That has me believing that you're ready to go next level, but you're happy that the team goes for a, a stupid 64-yard field goal. Give me a break. Shameful. So, that is all I have for this episode. I thank you, sports fans nationwide, very much for tuning in. I will come through with a week two, maybe come up with some predictions. I got to go through my notes and my stats and make the time. And I thank you for taking your time to listen to this episode. Until next time, sports fans nationwide, Lex Anderson, signing out.